This production is supported by Arts Council England. For more information, visit artscouncil.org.uk. Furtherfield.org for art, technology and social change. Hello, ex-name. Hi. And before we start, can you tell us about your name? Uh, my name comes from when I used to live in Bologna in the second time of the second part of the 90s when there was all this uh, Luther Bliss uh, Generation X uh, wave and the idea of having uh, collective names and uh, anonymity for art, so like a surpassing the idea of the artist as a person. Okay, so X name is your anonymous name. Yes. Okay, good. Um, Last week, Salvatore and Oriana of Artists Open Source and Fake Press were our guests in advance of their exhibition, Ref, Reinvent the World, Remix Reality, exclamation mark, uh, which opens at Furtherfield Gallery this Friday evening. So anyone who's listening, uh, go to the furtherfield.org website if you'd like to find out more and find out how to come along. And we're especially pleased to have you here, X name, uh, this week as you're an artist who's featured in both their new publication and also uh, exhibiting Virtual Entity as part of the show. Hurrah. It's my pleasure. So in media arts, we have a great tradition of code art, uh, code poetry and software art that's kind of developed in parallel with uh, the development of computers and digital networks. Uh, these works take many different forms and behaviours, uh, physical, distributed, viral, and then are output in many different ways, so as literary pieces, visual effects, uh, political interventions or hidden actors within people's network devices, many, many ways. Uh, as I said, for your exhibition you're presenting virtual entity, which is an application that you've developed to create and edit the soul of a file. Uh, a very intriguing and provocative idea. So before we talk a little bit more about the kind of ideas and concepts behind the work, could you first just start by describing what the visitors to the gallery will see? Okay, the visitors to the gallery will see uh, a little room, sort of a room where there will be um, two monitors and a projection. It is called a virtual entity triptych because it is divided in three. So the, the central one, which is uh, projected on the floor, will display the uh, command line application where you can uh, create a soul, uh, edit it and uh, write into its aura. And the aura is uh, where you have all the relations and the soul is where you have the metadata. And the other two monitors will display on the one side uh, the web application where you can do more or less the same things. And on the, on the right, you will have um, a visualization of these uh, database of souls in uh, Fluxus, which is a real-time uh, open source software. Okay, that's a real set of very kind of complex uh uh, images and ideas that you've just described there. Could you just tell us what we see in the projection? So there's a projection on the floor. What what do we see? Do we see text? 
We see text. So you, you type soul and you will have a help file. Mm-hmm. And then if you start uh, typing soul create and the name of a file, you will enter in an interactive mode where you can actually start writing down what uh, the file is. In a, so there will be uh, a set of metadata divided into dif- uh, four different substances that are uh, text, um, audio, image and video. And uh, through that, you will be guided to uh, create this this soul that you can then access and display. And if you edit the ARA, you will uh, be asked whether you ha- you want to connect the file or the soul of the file to another file which has a semantic relation or which has a um, genetic relation. A genetic relation mean that means that uh, a, a file has has been used into another file. For example, a, a sound file is uh, used in a video, then the sound file is an ancestor of the video, which is a descendant of the other file. And oh, then, okay, yeah. so what I'm understanding is that a visitor to this exhibition who encounters this work, the audience becomes a programmer. It becomes a, a creator. Well, they, they become, a, they're creating through programming language through uh, the interaction with the interface that you provide them? In a way, in a way. I mean, there is no uh, programming experience required. You just uh, write in the the command line uh, what uh, the information you know about the file. So it's very simple to use. I'm, I'm liking the idea of audience members being programmers. So you turn up at an exhibition and I become a programmer by interacting with virtual entity this is a nice idea i think so virtual entity is a you could you describe it as a text-based soul again i think it's a provocative word the the idea of the kind of uh combining the notion of a soul with a kind of digital entity but what's interesting about the relationship for you between soul and text Okay, in, uh, it, it, the idea of soul is a metaphor for the for the work to describe uh, how how to give an identity to a file, and uh, how the identity starts is uh, is connected to, to to language and text. The moment uh, what what distinguish humans is the capability of of, of articulate language. So this this awareness and, uh, and consciousness. So it is it is a provocation, but it is uh, a mark for um, distinguishing what, as if the soul was the, the that space where uh, it is written who you really are. Okay, so it has it has a resonance for me. This may be a really dodgy resonance, but it has a resonance resonance with a kind of biblical association of you know, like in the beginning was the word and the word. So this idea of uh, word and creation coming together is that is that a kind of wrong road to be walking down in terms of association? It it is a possible association. It is not uh, wrong or, or mm. right. It it is one of the association you can make. I uh, imagine literature as the most uh, elusive um, system because uh, it it connects to imagination more than, for example, an image or or, or a text. It just uh, it can create everything with words. You can recreate sound. You can recreate uh, 
and a physical experience as well. So, it, 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 so you're it saying is, that w- words put those images into our minds, into our imaginations. There's a it's power the, okay. to stimulate imagination. Okay. So has has the work been exhibited before? Uh, the work has been presented uh, through many uh, lectures and workshops, but this is the very first time I'm presenting it as a interactive installation. Okay, so how does uh, how does the form of its presentation? So it's very different presenting it in a lecture than in an exhibition. Do you, do you have any sense of how that will be different? It will be different because, uh, first of all, um, the visualization and uh, web applications are new, so it's a totally new feature that I'm presenting for the very first time. And because the the, the visitors will be more um, uh, active in uh, relating to the work, whereas when I'm presenting the work, there is more. Rel- it is more about the relation between myself and the work. So you end up speaking for the work more, whereas in this you're kind of taking yourself out of the middle of the relationship yes. between the... Yes, as if the work is mature enough to stand on its own legs or something. Lovely. Like so we've been talking about uh, the work that you'll be exhibiting, which is called Virtual Entity, and I'm interested to know uh, what got you started on this line of thinking and working. Um, virtual Entity started in, uh, I think it was the end of 2007, beginning of 2008, and uh, the idea started uh, to develop as a license because I was uh, um, deluded by the new forms of licenses like Creative Commons that I could find, and I really expected them to be more horizontal, so to actually, in a, in a system like the net, to put in contact uh, users or uh, spectators of works and creators whereas all those licenses were doing was just connecting um, uh, people to a middleman without giving real information so um, from that, uh, also because I have been working in, uh, into archiving of uh, uh, video art and, uh, and new media art, I was uh, concerned with the problem of metadata compatibility and the fact that uh, if you have uh, normally you have uh, information in, inside the header of a file, so you cannot change this information because when you change in a copy, of, of those files, you will not have those changes uh, uh, synchronized in all the copies already existing of the file. So that's why I thought of creating something that could um, be outside the file and uh, accessible from every copy, even a very old copy, and this way uh, give people a possibility to both find out for any uh, work that they could find uh, in, on the internet, who was the author, when it was made, and so on and so forth, but also edit this, uh, this uh, uh, information and add their own experience with the file or what they used with that. So in, in a certain sense, the system became also a, a form of like a horizontal archive that could uh, grow by itself through the way people used, would use that uh, that software system and the uh, files that they would find on the in the internet. Wow. Okay. So th- there's two main things that I'm hearing that there was a kind of uh, discomfort with possibly the way uh, Creative Commons licenses 
were kind of preserving traditional senses of ownership or art ownership. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And the other that you want the work somehow to be able to track and trace its path through the world, through the hands of the people or through the machines? or Yes, it is about the history. So um, somehow from this very practical beginning, I developed a, a whole kind of more poetical way of looking at uh, uh, digital works. Uh, so the, the metadata system became the soul of the file and uh, the, the information that people would add became the, the auras, which would, uh, would be like the uh, interaction between uh, file and, uh, and the real world. And uh, also there was a slight critique towards, of course, the idea of ownership, so that instead of uh, possessing a file, uh, you are actually creating it, and uh, uh, so there's there's no point in in uh, in limiting something that can be infinitely copied. And on the other uh, side, also the idea of like uh, Web 2.0 and uh, this uh, accent on uh, uh, people. And I thought the internet is about uh, those digital entities. Those are the actors of the web, not the people looking at that. Okay, so the, the people's presences online within social media become the stand-ins for the people themselves. In, in a certain way, what we should find on the internet of what I would like to find is uh, is digital work, and not I, I'm interested in, in in finding that presence and not just the, the shadows of people and their and their. Friends, I want to see the relations between digital works and not the relations between normal people in their normal life and how many friends they have because I don't think that is interesting enough. Yeah, okay. Could you just talk a little bit more about so what constitutes the soul of the work? The soul is um, like a, a short set of metadata. So it's author, uh, date, uh, and then there is the date of upload because that's the moment when in, a, in, a, in this uh, sort of um, mythical, uh, in this mythology of the digital world, uh, the moment a work starts to, be, to duplicate. So there is a, a very first file which reaches the, the, the net and that's the sort of master. And then this can start uh, multiplying and being reused, remanipulated. It, it, it can uh, uh, die. It can uh, uh, reproduce and, and, and so on and so forth. Okay, so, so there's, having looked at the work, the, the work that you're currently working on as well as virtual entities, so there, there are two particular projects. There's... Phantasmata and uh, the Oracle machine. The, there's this kind of continuity of uh, a kind of engagement with the metaphysical, and and sometimes so looking at the Phantasmata that you're planning to do as the residency access space in the next couple of months, it kind of moves off into the into the kind of magical and supernatural, at least in effect. Is this is this intentional or? Could you just talk a little bit about that? There is a relation with metaphysics and uh, 
there is always a material approach. Uh, so, for example, Phantasmata is, is uh, about perception and uh, how um, like a very synesthetic effect can generate uh, a clash which uh, um, creates an illusion in our senses and we start seeing something else that isn't there. And that's uh, uh, phantasmata comes from a, is, is a Greek name from which means images of the soul. So it is uh, everything that is displayed in our mind that is, uh, you know, in a way, a phantom. And the oracle machine is is about uh, our uncertainty and our relation with the supernatural and our relation with machines in a in an urban, globalized world. So it is about um, finding uh, a way to connect to machines and surpassing our uncertainty, reflect on our uh, decision processes. So there is, there is uh, always this um, play with uh, metaphysics uh, in uh, also some kind of ironic but uh, um, but also very connected with the, the kind of real, the social and uh, kind of political context, it sounds yes. like. So yeah. with a strong awareness of what is now. Yes, because it is also about describe, describing how society works right now and how uh, we are affected by, uh, by and how uh, machines are changing us and their presence and our relation with ourselves and, uh, and otherness. So it's, all, it's still, again, again, identity and otherness that are uh, creating, a, a, you know, um, opposition or a, a relation. Okay. We're out of time. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you.